Hello and welcome to the unofficial Wickham Wanderers podcast. Once again, I'm Kieran Hearn and let's review and dissect Wickham's latest game against Charlton Athletic yesterday, Saturday the 18th of September. So basically, first game at home for two weeks, we again lacked confidence. I I don't know what was going on. I just, McCleary was the only one with any confidence to shoot. Really, in my opinion, he was the only one who wanted to take a shot at the goal. The rest of them, they just, like a lot of people were saying, they just tried to walk it in, really. Rather than, if you take the shot, you miss. It's fair enough, you try again. But it will always be a what if, if you didn't take the shot. It's it's one of those things. However, the possession stats, again, just weren't, for me, weren't brilliant at all. Uh, 41 percent overall and for me we we tried to do that in the last 10 minutes particularly after Gareth made the two changes uh when McCleary went off and Horgan went off I thought no we shouldn't have done that because we were just inviting Charlton forward and eventually we got punished for it you know we gave a goal away we got punished and it was a very much uh as Doc Emmerich would say it was a bumpy ride to the finish. So, I really don't get the logic behind the players on what was going on there, why they thought, look, it's 2-0, the game's in the bag, it's over. No lead is safe if you can't defend. Like, if you're 4-0 up, but you can't defend, you're, they're going to pile on the pressure, they're going to try and put the ball in the back of the net all the constantly throughout those last however many minutes you're sitting back and thinking you can defend when you can't so that's my point like people who say you should kill a game off early it doesn't matter about killing a game off early the point is is if you don't build up a lead and you can't defend it what was the whole point of building up that lead no lead is safe if you can't defend anyway what matters is yesterday we won the game, won it 2-1. Brilliant, two brilliant goals uh, from McCleary again. He's he's really shining up now. Four goals this season. It's getting it's going great. Sam Vokes, I feel, had a good game. Though he didn't get on the score sheet, he still had a really good game. And that's, that's what's uh, important. He's still taking some time to, I think, settle in and find his shooting boots. Horgan, I felt like he had a chance outside the area. For me, he always goes for the spectacular. He always tries to like bend it into the corner, which I don't always like him doing. I feel like, for me, if he's got a shot, just hit it low and hard through, through the top of the ball, make sure it goes on target. You know, and I don't really care, to be honest, if it, unless it ends up in the back of the net. If it goes in the back of the net, I'm happy. You know, I'm happy. You're happy. We, got, uh, we scored a goal. You know, we've either... We've either got back into the game or we've taken the lead. But that's what I feel with Horgan anyway. He needs to he needs to like get over the ball, drive it a bit more, drive it low and hard through the top of the ball, see where it goes. I just feel like don't always go for the spectacular. As for everything else, uh I feel like when I watched when we was watching the game, I felt like when Horgan and when we were breaking forward and Horgan had the ball, I think it was Scarrow was making a brilliant run. All he had to do was play Scowron in. Scowron was one-on-one with the keeper. But he chose to hang on to it and try to play it out wide. And we eventually lost the ball. And it was like, oh my God. Uh, 
but anyway, yeah, it's it's a real lack of um lack of confidence in shooting for me. I mean, although yes, we had seventeen shots, six were on target, but they hardly any of them, apart from McCleary's goal, and I think Horgan's shot that went went wide, and McCleary also had a shot that went wide. There was hardly any attempts outside the box, which for me wasn't great, and. Again, the corners, for me, are too predictable. They all crowd around that bit at the back post. They're all there, all of them. Like, you've got, like, you had Tafazoli was there, Vokes was there, Stewart was there. It's just too predictable. Scatter them across the six-yard area. I really, really wish um, Dobson and Ainsworth would that's a bit weird do the assistant first but there you go i really wish those well apparently dobson is the specialist in the set plays like he he's the one who works on them more than anything apparently on the training ground from what i've heard in the past so um i really think ainsworth and dobson really need to just address the set play and look at it like go like look don't go and all huddle at the back post like scatter across the six yard area so if the ball misses one of you, the other person is there. So, but they don't do that. They just go with the same approach all the time. It's too predictable at times, the set play. That's why I feel we do not capitalise on these corners because they all gather in a huddle at the back post. At the back post. And it's too predictable. However, in saying that, um, in saying that, uh, we need to, that's something that needs to be addressed, I think, and fast. Ahead of the City game in midweek. To all of you who are going to that, fair play for making the journey on the Tuesday night. Obviously, for a lot for a lot of us, Manchester isn't just on our way to work, is it? <laughs> but um, fair play to all of you who are going. Uh, you know who you are. Committed, loyal fans. Well done. Uh Foul, uh, back to the chart game. Fouls in that game were a bit down. I was, I was happy about that. They were very down. Um, no bookings, which was brilliant. I thought discipline was brilliant in that game. Uh, and fouls were 11. There was a few, of course, talking points of whether they were some were fouls or not. There was a few incidents where, like, Beater was gonna, I thought Beater was gonna have a punch up with one of the Charlton defenders at one point. They were going at each other. I thought. I was literally tempted to shout to the ref, no, ref, hang back, let them go at each other. Just let them go at each other, sort out the problem. And then when one of them's on the deck and can't really, you know, they're, they're knackered a bit, it's done. You know, they've had their go at each other, it's over. You know, but the ref didn't want to do that, of course. But there you go. Um, There was a few, again, with the officials, there was a few bizarre calls in that game. There really was. Like, I remember, like, Charlton had a shot hit the side netting, the ref gave the corner when everyone behind this area knew it was a goal kick. It didn't take a deflection. And the ref was like, yeah, it's a corner. It's like, and we're all shouting, no, it's a goal kick. But hey, it's only opinion. He, if he thinks it was a corner, he, he'll look at the replay, hopefully, and realise, oh, I made the wrong call there. It was a goal kick. But hey, home, the, the, line, the linesman should have really intervened then and said, no, it's a goal kick, it's not a corner. But he didn't. And and anyway, uh, the one main thing I will still draw on the officials, it, on the referee, is their lack of... Um, their, their lateness on booking players. Like, literally, like, time-wasting. Like, the Charlton keeper, he took about, like, what, about... 
nearly like a minute, minute and a half to take a goal kick. And it's like, what are you doing? It's like, what are you doing? What, like, you're looking at the record, what are you doing? Why are you taking so long? Just, oh my God. Just, just book him. And it's the same with protests, though. Like, I feel like if a player protests for, at the ref for like longer than half a minute after he stopped play, book the player. Regardless of whether, you know, they're trying to change your mind or not, if they're not getting out of your... If you're the ref and they're not getting out of your face, book them. So, that is my main talking point on the ref. On the ref, of course, big game on Tuesday night in the League Cup. Of course, going to the Etihad against uh, uh, Pep Guardiola and the might of Manchester City, shall we say, of course. Back when... Of course, back when... uh, of course, I'm. I mean, I know I'm 24, but I'm too young to remember when we last played Man City. Of course, back when we last played Man City, they were a, a nobody, pretty much. They were proper, proper in the shadows of Man United and didn't look like emerging out. And now look where they are. So we'll see what happens on Tuesday night. We need to hit the ground running in that game. I'm not saying again. I, I, I'm not saying like a lot of people say kill, kill the game. No, I'm not saying that, but. I would say if we can keep it a steady pace, we hit the ground running, we solid defence, we play a strong midfield, we cancel players out, we we stick to them like glue virtually. If it's nil nil after ninety minutes, force it to penalties, anything can happen after that. I'm not saying we've got like brilliant penalty takers, we'll be confident, but I would say you know when you're playing a team, it's it's all about nut, like you know skill and everything like that. I feel is not as important in the shootout. It's more, how are your nerves? You know, how's, how are you going to handle the pressure? You know, Where are you going to put the ball? It's more about your accuracy rather than the skill. So, we'll see what happens on, on, on Tuesday night. So, of course, and then it's MK away. A big one, third versus fifth in the league. Uh, M, uh, the franchise are on... Well, they had a brilliant result the other day... F- be uh, winning 4-1 but so we need to go into the like of course Gareth needs to also go into the City game with a clear head review the game like concentrate get the, get the team right do it all right and then of course he needs to get back to the drawing board and then have a look at the other game against the franchise and go from there so like I say relieved we got the win yesterday we're you know we're unbeaten at home We've not lost. We've not drawn a game at home. What's not to love? I mean, you look at that. It's it's brilliant. It's what is it? It's it's, it's three. Was it? It's three three consecutive wins at home. What more could you ask? You know, fourteen points. Fourteen points from the open seven games. That's not bad. It's brilliant. I'd say, in my opinion. So, we'll, I think the thing needs to be addressed tomorrow, if if I was on the training ground, I'd say is the lack of confidence in the shooting. Um, I would say, if you're winning a game, obviously don't sit back and defend. I'm glad we got that second goal, I really am. A lot of people are like, yep, because we'd have thrown that away, we'd have come away with a point, which would be frustrating as a team like Charlton, who are really struggling this season, and... We need to sort that out. It needs to be stamped out. Like these teams that just don't do so well. It's the same with when we played Oxford last week. 
We really should have come away with more than a point in that game. I don't get me wrong, I'm glad we came away with a point. But the way we pushed them in the first half last week, we should have won that game. And then in this in this game of Charlton this week, yes, we won the game, but but you look at it, 17 shots, six on target. That's not even 50%. And it's just not great. And we need I would say, and only two went in, uh, and two of them were the goals. So we need they need to stop getting out of this idea of trying to walk the ball in. So trying to walk the ball in, you know, Horgan again, he had a he had a chance like just deep inside the penalty area, like not about what two or three yards outside the six yard area. He could have took the shot and he chose to cross it. I mean, he crossed it. Uh, he crossed it to Curtis Thompson who hit the post, which is fair enough. But my main point is this, is, like, if you've got the chance to take the shot, take the shot, you know? Because how often do you get the ball inside the inside the opposition penalty area and you've got time? You've got time on your hands. So, of course, that is, that'll be one of the main talking points, hopefully, for Gareth when he gets the squad together tomorrow for a team talk, and we'll, we'll see what goes on. Anyway, like I say, uh... Fair play to all of you who've made who are gonna make the journey on Tuesday night up to the eight he had. Come on the blues. Let's see what let's see what can happen. Uh of course City had a nil-nil draw against Southampton yesterday. And I like a lot of people were shocked at that. And I feel like City are gonna be even more up for this game. So hopefully we go into the game not nervous. We go into the game upbeat. We should do on the back of a 2-1 win. We should be upbeat, we should be ready. And we'll see, and we we just throw everything at, that we can at them. I'm a bit annoyed with the Man City game at how it's not on TV. Like it really frustrates me that with Sky Sports, like they're going to show one game and they're going to show one game on two channels. That to me is so pointless. Like if you've got an extra channel that you're showing like main events on, show another game. You know, they're showing like I think it's Liverpool Norwich. Like you show Liverpool Norwich in the Premier League. Probably want like either you or BT show that would show that game like once, once at Anfield and once at Carrow Road. So why do you need to show it in the cup? Like let these teams who hardly ever get a chance to go on TV get on TV. Like how often do League One, League Two teams get to go on TV? Like unless they make the playoffs at the end of the season, hardly at all, or they have a really good cup run in the FA Cup. Nothing. So, anyway, uh, we'll see what happens on Tuesday night. Again, this weekend, big result. 2-1 win, three points in the bag. Uh, something to hold our heads high about this weekend. I don't know about you, but I left the game feeling yesterday feeling 10 feet tall. I was so happy. So happy, so upbeat. So looking forward to the next spot. And, you know, I was already looking ahead to the next game. So... We'll see what happens and we'll go from there. This has been the unofficial Wickham Wanderers podcast. I've been Kieran Hearn. Thank you for joining me and I hope to see you again soon.